Hi, I'm Mark Crawford. This podcast is powered by my friends at Magnuson Ford. It's hard to beat a Magnuson Ford deal in Abbotsford and online at magnusonford.ca. Away again, and here comes Kakutamani. He's on a break. Can he get there? He can, and he scores. Kakutamani with his left foot broke in. It's a fist pump in the air. Eric Hurtado turns and he tries to get away from Moore. He was held back, pokes it through. Here's Mane again into the penalty. Kakutamani, big save, rebound. Bolaño scores. Christian Bolaños. Kuvenko charges to the edge of the area, sends a left foot ball across on the other side. Nobody was there, and it's hammered into midfield. Morales takes beautiful turn. Vedisher tried to win it back, given to Laba, bad spot, looked like he was pulled down, edge of the box, penalty, and this is what I'm talking about. Toronto earns a penalty, the Whitecaps kind of masters of their own demise there. Altidore stepping up and save, those dead, guessed right, denied Altidore, it's days 2-0. It's a New York moment in Toronto for David Osted. Ortiz down the near side touchline, wraps a right-footed ball forward. Hamonuka nowhere near it. Jovinko scores! The Whitecaps fell asleep in minute 38. Lanos, ooh, played it past Tybert, charging forward as Bradley. There's a big gap up the middle. Bradley, Jovinko scores! Mane at the edge of the box, opening up. Can he have a go? He's in the penalty area. Here comes Mane! He scores! Two goals for Mane, both left-footed, and the Whitecaps have restored the lead in minute number 70. Will Johnson turns away from Laba, who steps up, giving away again. Here comes the break. Mane, great turn. He's got Morales to his left. It's into Pedro Morales. Can Pedro get on the score sheet? Morales has a shot, scores! What a goal! Pedro Morales curls it into the far corner, and the Whitecaps have four in Toronto. Minute 73, Toronto two. Whitecaps four. We're um, obviously we're delighted. With not just the, the performance, but the character, the character shown or whatever. The character of the group is is, is phenomenal. <laughs> Soccer. Oh my goodness! What a bang to the program that was. It's off the pitch right here. TSN 1040. TSN1040.ca. I'm Mike Martinego. Mike Martinego. There he is. Mike um, Martiano. Uh, Martinego. Oh man. What uh what a what a week that was for the Whitecaps. As you hear the sweet sounds of uh as I call him Drake. Um, who I saw, I was in Toronto, folks. And I know if you follow me on Twitter, you do, at Mike Martinego. Uh, you, were, you were kept abreast of my Toronto travels. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was, you know what, nephew? It wasn't hot up in the six. It really Get wasn't. Get used to it, brother. Get used to it. <laughs> um. I'm not going to do the uh, tourism Toronto thing. Hey, squeaky chair making an appearance. I won't do that. 
But um, yeah, if if you follow me on Twitter, wow, this chair, Jesus, um, I I talked a lot about it. If if you didn't care for it, don't follow me. I don't care. But uh, yeah. yeah, thanks, Marshawn. It was uh, it was quite something. The the conditions in uh, in Toronto. I didn't go specifically. Oh. Thank you, Dean Orms. I didn't go specifically for the Whitecaps game. I had other business to attend to. It's none of your business, okay? I'll do what I want. But myself, my wife, we were able to slide in a Whitecaps game at the same time. It just worked perfectly on the calendar. And we we sat amongst the regular folk, just like you. (laughs) Just like you, nephew. You pay attention to me before I... Rugnet adore you, okay, Joey Bats? Wow. Yeah. You went there. I sure did. Um, there's a lot to get into, though. This Whitecaps team, it's, it's MLS Cup 2016. Here we come, right? I'm teasing. Come on. No, it, it was a big week for them, though. Um, pleased as punch. It's true. I as I as I like to say when you when you tune into this program off the pitch some call it OTP some so, not many not many some. no no they they don't like saying it that way but when you listen I think I I I tell it to you straight right it's science yeah when <laughs> when the Whitecaps aren't good I'll say they're not good and when they are okay I'll say they're okay and they're soft. Oh. oh, backup vocals there. By the way, I saw Drake at Shoppers Drug Mart yesterday. <laughs> I didn't. I'm just joking. Um, was he dancing in the aisles? He was dancing in the aisles. Remember that? You remember that time on Twitter? I had that whole thing with Shoppers. You yes, remember that? Yes. Yeah. I was hoping they were gonna <laughs> do something. You know, searching for tweets about themselves or something. Um, but this was. This was quite a week for the Caps from a, well, win standpoint. They got, got a late, heroic, just a crazy victory in the midweek against the Chicago Fire. Blas Perez scoring twice. He scores with a with a bike. Where, where did that come from? El Diablo. See, <laughs> I don't know why you said that. Um, That's his nickname, isn't it? He does the horns. I, I, That's his goal it, celebration. It's more uh, Super Raton. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, we'll I've go been with, outclassed again. El Diablo. Um, but Blas Perez scoring twice. He scores a, a just a just a ridiculous goal to win it. There was all the, uh, obviously what happened with Masato Kudo earlier in the match. That's the only reason why Blas Perez gets in when he does. Um, there was... Future, one time, not so much cap, Kai Kamara. I'll talk about that. I'll raise my hand about that one. I ain't afraid. And then what happened in Toronto yesterday? And I, and I, I just started things off by saying, I'll say when they're good, I'll say when they're bad. Um, I don't, I mean, full marks to them for what they did in Toronto yesterday. They almost blew it in the end. Hey? I, can, can, any, can any Whitecaps lead stay safe? I don't think so. I simply... They, they don't do things that way. They could have a 9-1 lead, and somehow it will finish 9-8. Like, I just don't get how this happens. But they were able to hang on for a 4-3 win. A glorious chance at the end there for TFC. Um, Mo Babuli had. 
terrible lettuce that guy has, by the way. What's Side that guy's down. name? Babuli. Yeah. Bad her. But he had a great opportunity to tie it. And the Caps don't make it easy on themselves. I mean, yes, they won in Toronto. It was a very emotional game, as you saw the players and coaches throughout, especially at the end. But, I mean, you, you wouldn't really draw it up that way. I mean, you still gave up three goals, but you scored four away from home. And you're scoring four really without a good striker, really. And that's not, a, uh, not trying to slag Eric Hurtado as he got a bit of a surprise start yesterday. In a sense, because uh, the old-timer Blas Perez didn't get back in uh, to start that one. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot here. I mean, you score four goals away from home. And I, and I kind of, it was tongue-in-cheek, but, it, <laughs> I mean, you score four away from home. Like, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, cold up in the six. Do I talk about that yet? It snowed today in Toronto, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> it did, though. They're expecting snow tomorrow. Like more snow. It, it snowed very lightly today, and then it like kind of turned into like a hail. Was it snowing before you left? Yes. Oh. And tomorrow they're expecting like snow to stick. It's May fifteenth. What is wrong with you, Toronto? It was cold up in the six last night, by the way. Oh, in the six. J Lo would like a word. Remember, remember she had that. No, am I dating myself here? Late nineties. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Remember if you had my love? Remember that? Yep. Nope. Okay. No, I do. Oh, you remember that? I do. You were born. I constantly hear that song and think, my God, she had it first. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She was talking about on the 6th yeah. train in yeah. New York. I don't know, from the Bronx or something. Jenny from the block yeah. and all that whole time frame. Drake stealing the 6th from her. Drake. Um, anywho, he's Canadian, right? You had to put the little... Exxon goo is that what they call it? I don't know. Uh, but for all said and done, and, and, and the Caps have been, have been up and down. They haven't had the best of starts. But they have put together a string of victories here. And, you know, if you looked at it based on their early results and just on paper, you'd say, oh, yikes, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You're... You're taking on the defending MLS champions in the Portland Timbers. You are then taking on Chicago, but it's a midweek match. And then you got to go to TFC on a short week. And if you, if you told me prior to that, especially after what happened in the previous matches, a 1-1 draw, at home to Sporting Kansas City, and then a 3-2 loss in New York, if you were to tell me they were going to take nine out of nine points, I would have slapped you in the face. I would have. I would have said, I'm sorry, afterwards, and said, don't press charges, but I would have slapped you in the face. Considering as well that they were down a goal to Portland. They were trailing at halftime. And I don't know if I, I, I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it very briefly last week, but Chappie was talking too long last week, let's be honest. But I touched on it very briefly. And, and this is, I, I have to just harp on this. It's a staggering stat. And nobody has proven me wrong. If, you, if you're going to prove me wrong, feel free. 
But from my research, that victory over Portland one week ago was the first time the Caps have ever come back to beat a team after trailing at halftime in their time in Major League Soccer. Exactly, Moon. Moon. (laughs) That's a stunning stat. Remember, they were down 1-0 in that one. 1-0 at the break. They score a couple goals. And fast forward, what? Seven days? And they've got nine points in the bag. And they are the best team in the history of the world. They are a, they are a top 25 club. In the, no, I'm kidding. But what a, what a turn <laughs> of events. <laughs> yeah, that T-Mart was required there. Uh, what a turn of events this past week for the Caps. So w- we won't go back to that Portland match, but first we'll touch on Chicago. Oh, by the way, a lot to get into tonight and amongst the Whitecaps discussion, Major League Soccer, soccer talk. Um, we'll go across the league. All the leagues in Europe, nephew, they're, they're, they've pretty much wrapped up. Um, with the exception of your... Of the one-man you game Yeah, left your, your be- beloved Manchester United. That was odd. That was today. cool. That was, uh, that, you know what? I'm a, I'm a sarcastic you-know-what, but I, I can be serious at times. That was weird. They messed up. The police did. Well, yes, they they found that the the device was yeah, was there was a, essentially yeah yeah, but you got to be careful in in those oh, of course situations. Yeah. But you know, it, for anybody, I know somebody was like, oh well, spare a thought for all those traveling Bournemouth supporters. Well, what would you prefer, the travel or just living? I don't know. I'm gonna lean towards the life part. Okay, I could eat the funds if I could live another thirty years. I'm just saying. Like, shut the hell up. But for all that said, oh, Squeaks McGee. That was a, uh, that was a, a bit of a weird one. Have we, have we heard anything on that one, nephew? Have we, have we heard anything on, on that match? They're, uh, they're refunding all the tickets. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm not kidding. Are they gonna, they're refunding all the tickets. When are they replaying it? They're going to replay I it? think on Tuesday. Okay. And everyone who had a ticket gets free entry. I'd hope so. No, so like they get their money. They get back their money back and, and free. Okay, free. well that that's very cool, very good, very good. Um, and 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 it does matter that match, by the way, uh, because of Manchester United and their uh, Europa League hopes. They can't. I mean, unless, they have to score fourteen goals, right? Um, no, they to get to the Champions League qualification yeah. to get past Manchester City. My math shows they had to have to win by nineteen. Yeah, nineteen goals. So. Uh, they got some work to do, um, but anyways, we'll 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 go across Europe and and Zlatan. He's he, is he coming to L.A.? Who knows? Uh, Canada under twenty threes were were in action. Victor Montaliani is now the new boss of Concacaf. We'll we'll try to slide that in a little later, but let's go back to this past week as I talked about the victory over Chicago, the very ugly incident. Uh, unfortunate what happened with Masato Kudo and how he took that shot. I know a lot of people were saying that, you know, maybe there was some dirty play there by uh, Chicago's goalkeeper, Matt Lampson. I, I don't know about that. I He's got to protect himself. He, that's And that's the thing, right? What do goalkeepers do? They... They usually win every foul 
Um, and they usually go in extremely hard, and they're still going to win the foul. They, they're going to protect themselves. They're going to stand up. They're going to, whether it's with a hand or a fist or an upper body or the legs, they're going to go in fairly hard. I don't think he meant to take out Kudo the way he did. And I, if you watch the play, which I would actually suggest don't because it's kind of awful, but if you watch it, you see kind of it looks like momentum is carrying him and takes out Kudo. And, and again, that was, that was ugly stuff. The way he went down, he was completely out of it. And I, and I said it at the time, and I, and I honestly uh, cannot stress it enough how important, I would say, in a way, some of those Chicago Fire players uh, were to help Kudo out after that injury. They were reaching for his, his face, uh, kind of into his mouth, checking on his tongue. You can't technically swallow your tongue. I, I mean, everybody says, oh, he swallowed his tongue. You don't, can't swallow it. Like, it's not... It's, it's, I don't think it's scientifically possible. But it can play a role in stopping your... As we get extremely medical here on off the pitch, it can play a, a very crucial role in things. But um, for them to be kind of first on the scene was, was big. And yeah, that, was a, that was a scary moment. So not only from a physical standpoint for Kudo, but from a, a mental standpoint for the Caps. I mean, that's a lot to wrap your head around to see one of your uh, key players go down like that. But they regrouped. They got a bit of a lucky bounce off a Chicago player, Blas Perez, getting a knee on it to score, make it 1-0. They give up an equalizer. Blas Perez, minute number 89. What the F? Absolute stunner to beat Lampson, to beat the Fire 2-1. Um, just a crazy goal, really. And... You know me, old stat machine McGee over here, especially with Octavio Rivero. Rivero, who sat out that one with a bit of an ankle problem, sat out yesterday too. And he sat out the Portland game too. They picked up three wins. <laughs> I, I, I'm just kind of saying. Main appearance in that Portland game. But I am just saying that maybe there's something there. And there's been so much stress about, well, who's going to score the goals for the Caps? Is it Rivero? Is it Kudo? Is it Blas Perez? Could it now be Eric Hurtado? Well, Rivero right now a bit injured. Kudo out for a while. Broken jaw. Uh, concussed. I mean, and I think a lot of people want to compare as we go to other local sports, but people think Dan Hamhuis, broken jaw, well, he played a couple months later. Well, Masato Kudo is not going to wear a helmet. He's not going to wear a helmet with a jaw protector. And yes, they are, they are very different sports. Hamhuis probably taking the body a bit more than Kudo, I would think. But I, I can't imagine running and bobbing up and down with your head is going to do a lot of good things for your broken jaw. So he's got to be on the shelf for a while. Uh, Blas Perez is up in years. I think he, Blas Perez can play for a while, by the way. And I, I'm not completely buying into the whole thing where, oh, he's 35, he can, only, he can play limited minutes. I don't completely buy that. 
I think if they gave him a run, he could he could put up with it. I mean, he's a professional. Uh, he didn't sign to play 10 minutes a match. But with all that said, and the fact that the whole Kai Kamara deal that I was told went through didn't happen, well, it's goals by committee, isn't it? So Christian Bolaños has picked up the pace, and he's played well. Was he got four and five now? Kakuta Mane scoring a couple of goals yesterday. Pedro Morales got another one yesterday. Blas Perez scoring twice. If you go back a week, uh, Kudo Bolaños, some definite positive strides here. The goals in the what first ten matches? I think they scored what fifteen. I think it was less than fifteen. Well, in the past three, they they are are kind of lighting it up, so to speak. Two, two, and four over their past three matches. So eight goals from three. That's pretty decent. And again, they're doing it by committee. Okay, Kai Kamara. I tell you, folks, I I, feel, I honestly felt bad about this one because the news I got was Kai Kamara was going to Vancouver. And I didn't have the exact idea of what was going the other way. Octavio Rivero very much suspected to be in that move. I don't know if Tam, Gam, and maybe even Jam would make an appearance. But it was, for the most part, Kamara Rivero. I, among a few others, had this. Kai Kamara thought he was coming to Vancouver. He teased as much through Twitter and Snapchat, and I think even ham radio. <laughs> I think I aged myself and, and really dated myself again there. He put out some smoke circles. He did, yeah. It was really weird. The deal doesn't come through in the end. For, yeah, thanks, Moach. Um, and, and fortunately, I didn't get uh, murdered for it, which was, which was nice. Thanks, people on social media. But what'd you say? What? That's dark. <laughs> Well, I didn't. It's nice. You guys are you guys are nice. I, I mean, I I raised my hand, but uh, that would have been a that would have been a big move. And and but leading up to it, I kept saying to people, I don't think this is going to happen. Like it's it's just not. And I was saying the Caps won't pull the trigger on this type of move. And then when I heard it did happen, I was like, no way! Like, are you kidding me? That's a crock of crap. Yeah, I was like, this is unreal. And then it was pulled back away. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm dumb. Um, emoji with the uh, face kind of clen- you know, clenching their teeth, kind of cringing a bit. Like, ugh, that was me. Um, and then I was like, oh, the Caps didn't pull the trigger. New England comes in with a pretty ridiculous offer in the end, but nothing in terms of now. You know, Tam Gam Jam. Ram Jam Bam, uh, all those things, draft picks down the line, blah blah blah, um, money, allo- you know, loads, loads of, oh! yeah, loads of mystery money. Caps don't pull the trigger, and you know, you were you could have been staring at a possibility where Kamara was going to Toronto to take on Toronto FC with Vancouver. Um, that doesn't happen. Then Vancouver goes to Toronto, and what do you say? Um, so a, a big result. And again, I, I talked about 
a very, very, I think, emotional result. The, you saw how what it meant to the players. And, and not to say this team was distant, but it seemed like there was a lot of, just a lot of togetherness, a lot of camaraderie yesterday in Toronto between those players and, and the managers, the coaches on that side, because they were really into it. And I think we saw a lot from Robbo, uh, even post-match there, a lot of, just a lot of, a lot of happiness and a, and a lot of emotion showed uh, by himself and his staff. And it was a big victory. So I've talked about a little bit about that match, but I'll talk more about that. Uh, as we progress here on the show, I think nephew Dom is telling me to, to, to give me the little uh, wrap it up sign because I got to take a pause here. Uh, so I will talk more more caps coming up and that victory. I'll talk about my time in the six. Oh God, I <laughs> I, I punched myself in the stomach. Here I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna punch myself on the stu- in the stomach on air right now. Okay, one, two, three. Oh, uh, not even that kind of hurt. <laughs> Oh, that hurt! He's you actually s- hitting him. You saw me do that, he nephew. Is. He is. I don't. I don't like saying it. I said it. D norms. <laughs> oh, that kind of hurt. Um, it's me. It's nephew Dom. It's my squeaky chair here. Uh, we're talking Whitecaps FC. Loads of other things to get into as well. As I mentioned, I'm on Twitter at Mike Martinego. The show off the pitch. TSN 1040 tsn1040.ca go to the show section you can listen you can download you can subscribe via itunes and soundcloud you can look at the show information i love rocky foreign fried chicken and and as a side note those new podcasts will automatically download when you subscribe so you don't have to do anything it just shows up in your phone very nicely played there nephew um we take a pause on the other side more white caps talk it's off the pitch it's tsn1040 this is the worst song what are you doing to me stop it where did you find this? Google Music. Seriously? You're a big fan of Zlatan. <laughs> I like Zlatan, but why are we always playing Zlatan songs? It seems to get into your skin. If you play that kid tonight, I'm, I swear. I, I'm serious. Don't. Don't do. What, what was that? I don't even know. I'm so frazzled right now. They're Ooh. called Zanjin and Youth Man. Of course. And the title of the song is called Zlatan. <laughs> Zanjin and Youth Man? They seem Caribbean. Is he related to Beanie Man? Possibly. You're, you don't even know. You're just, you're just saying whatever right now. Yep. That was dreadful. Oh, my goodness. I have um, a feeling you secretly like it, though. No. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. You know what? If Zlatan comes to MLS, I will record a song. That's not true. I won't do that. <laughs> I, I, you really had your hopes up there for a moment. You did. It's off the pitch right here on TSN 1040, tsn1040.ca. Mike Martinego with you. Uh, I have a less squeakier chair now. That's my update. It's still squeaky, though. What is wrong with these things? Not. I'm not even joking. Like, these are ridiculous, these chairs. I spend, like... 
I've spent like probably 30 minutes in the past couple episodes talking about these chairs. Still waiting for that WD-40 uh, sponsorship. Where is it? It's not even, they can just come in and do it and leave. Like, I don't want to do it. I, I, I threatened one time and said I'd go to Canadian Tire, but I'm not going to do it. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> you're such a jerk. Seriously. Why would you do that? Like you you should probably just leave. I'll probably I'll I can I can go on air and off at the same time. Like this is just disgusting. That is the one I hate. Uh loads of buzz that Zlatan will come to the MLS. The Major League Soccer. Uh, interesting. It's been long reported and rumored. I, th- I thought Zlatan was very subtle uh, yesterday when he wrapped it up. And his kids came out and uh, and he, he had tweeted the words king and legend in a tweet. Like he, I think he said, I, I, I came to Paris king and I left as a legend or something like that. And his kids came out during the match, like as they were playing. They just walked onto the field. They ran over to Daddy. One's wearing a King shirt, and one's wearing Legend. He's so modest. Love that guy. Um, whether he goes to L.A. and if it's the Galaxy, I I don't know if it's L.A.F.C. I don't know. Cause whenever the hell they start, um, or if it's Manchester United, it would make sense, wouldn't it? If Mourinho takes the job at United, and they are admirers of each other. Mourinho and Zlatan, totally makes sense. So, anywho, back to the Whitecaps soccer talk. Uh, somebody tweeted me moments ago saying, what are you doing punching yourself in the stomach? I did it. I'm not even joking. We periscoped it. We didn't. But I seriously did it. No more in the six, okay? So that Caps game last night. Uh, loads to look back on. I was... It was so cold for May 14th. I mean, yes, it was Toronto. It's not Vancouver. But it was so damn cold and so chilly. That that wind, that was disturbing. Okay, we'll go with it. Um, But a pretty beautiful night from a a weather standpoint. And (laughs) what a start from the Caps. The, The high pressure that they kind of employed to make Toronto make mistakes. And it worked out to a T through Kakuta Mane getting that early goal. The 2-0 goal, it was mentioned, but I think even more, more praise should be heaped upon. Wait for it, folks. Eric Hurtado, who out-physicaled, kind of manhandled Drew Moore. And was able to keep possession, providing Mane with a chance. He doesn't score, but Christian Bolaños does. So full marks to Eric Hurtado for for his play to to really keep that alive, to then assist something there in in the sense of a goal. It was fantastic work by Hurtado, who again, maybe, maybe a bit of a surprise, just because Perez did score twice in that victory over Chicago. But Hurtado, you know, he did his job. And and I and I have to say, you know, looking into the start of the season, you wouldn't have suspected Eric Hurtado to to play, I don't know if I, I'll go as far as saying such an important role, but such a 
such a role, just in general. When he's come off the come off the bench, he's done fairly well. He's been pretty bright. Started yesterday, and again did fairly well. And if you if you told me that at the start of the year, I, it's just, I said before I'd slap you in the face. I probably would have punched you this time. Like I just would not have believed that, considering they shipped him away to a fairly far place in in Norway last year. And they're like, it's not happening here, Eric. Go away. But he can't, he comes back, and he's he's fit back in, and it's 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 a it's almost a, it's a very nice storyline. So, Hurtado does his part. We go to the penalty that could have been avoided. Matias Laba, I don't know what he was doing in that play. If you, there's more to break down about that penalty kick that was given to Toronto FC. But a lot of error, and, and it was a bit of a soft call, though, in my opinion. So upsteps, upsteps Josie Altador, and we know he stopped, and then he goes off because of injury. But Sebastian Jovinko is the kick taker. And the belief here is that, well, Altador, who, um, hand up right now, I've been trolling this whole time here with Altador and, you know, Kendall Waston having more goals than Josie Altador or numerous Whitecaps players. Josie Altador hasn't scored yet this year. So jo- Josie Altador steps up to the st- uh, spot. His hamstring, apparently, allegedly, uh, proceeds to explode. Um, David Osted with a terrific save. Not the finest of penalties, but not the worst either. But I, I don't comprehend this whole thing. Okay, well, it's a penalty. You're going to give Altador the chance to... Um, break the goose egg to finally get his first goal. So you go with him instead of Sebastian Jovinko. And um, I will I will just come out and say it. For me, that is one of the stupidest things. I if if you're if it's a scoreless game and there's maybe some room for error, perhaps maybe let Altador have a go, but. You're down two buzz, and if you've watched Sebastian Jovinko, whether it's on television or whether it's in person, you really realize how much better he is than everybody else. Maybe just give it to him. Just give it to the guy who is your go-to man. So I, I think you can criticize Greg Vanny a little bit there, or maybe just Altador, or maybe Jovinko for letting him take it. I don't know. But Poor decision there. Moments later, Jovinko scores a pretty glorious goal. When all, all things considered, I mean, that touch and turn and the uh, unfortunate look of Parker and Pamoduka, I mean, that was, that was absolutely exquisite, that goal by Jovinko to make, it, uh, to make it 2-1 at the time. But a very good first half for the Caps to do what they were able to do on a short week, to go to Toronto, to then have Altidore exit the match due to injury. I mean, that, they didn't, they weren't banking on that, but that worked out to their advantage. And they were in a great spot at the break. Um, you get to that second half, and some, you know, some of those first half performances were starting to drop. Christian Bolaños, who 
played that ball into the middle. Michael Bradley intercepts, plays through Jovinko. It's 2-2. He's not going to miss from there. A, and it was turning out to be a, an entertaining, thrilling, exciting match at BMO Field. The, the fact that Vancouver, though, who were on their heels at, at 2-1 and then finally gave up that 2-2 goal, but the fact that Vancouver were able to score so quickly right after, and Kakuta Mane, for, I mean, nephew, Steve, is Stephen Betashore still on the ground? Like, that was... I know where his jock strap is. <laughs> that was, that was pretty ridiculous. I, and and I've I've been the first to say with Kakuta Mane and his touch, it's awful at times. But the fake and the fact that Betashore bit on it as hard as he did and just went flying in. I mean, you want to use an emoji? I don't know. Find a diving or a swim one because that's what Betashore did. And it's even worse that he's seen it in practice all of last year. You'd think, right? A couple right, seasons. Exactly. And he just bit so hard on that. Um, and Mane is able to slide it home. A great, a great goal. And it's just, you know, if you're not expecting Kakuta Mane to score two goals every game. You're not. Or even one every game. But if you can just find a little bit more consistency with Kakuta Mane, you see a performance like last night. Oh, by the way, Mane gets an assist on the Morales goal, another fine goal for the Caps, moments after the 3-2 goal. If Mane is able to play with some more consistency and have the type of night, you know, a very much a man-of-the-match performance like he did last night, I mean, who knows where this Caps team is? But you could argue in, the, in this opening 10-11 games of the season, Mane hasn't been that great. But then he does what he did last night and that was that was absolutely fantastic and again Betashore swimming for that one uh some other more uh, some other uh observations from BMO and I and I mentioned on Twitter I mean 4-2 down and there was was closer to 20 than 15 minutes but we'll say, we'll say 15 minutes remaining and Fraser Aird picks up a second yellow card. First one, trash. Probably could have got a red card for that second yellow. And people were leaving. <laughs> it was a bit bizarre and even more crazy because TFC made it 4-3 moments after that. But as we know, the Caps were able to hang on. Uh, Babuli missing a uh, glorious chance towards the end. And I mentioned it last night on Twitter. And... Many of you liked it. And just from a from a neutral standpoint, it was just bizarre refereeing to end that one. In, in my opinion, you're going to ha- add five minutes of time. And obviously, a team is trailing in this case, Toronto FC. And then their key player does a pretty greasy maneuver when trying to come from behind David Osted, snag the ball from him. Not to say, okay, you're not going to play that five minutes of stoppage anymore, but you should probably call it at five. So Jovinko does that, takes a yellow card, burns a solid minute, maybe 75 seconds from that stoppage time because of a pretty stupid maneuver. And they play very deep in the stoppage, past the five-minute mark. 
You know, you can, you can use the old air quote minimum of five minutes, but come on. I mean, it, it, it felt in, in my mind anyways, being there, it felt like the referee was hoping for a, a, a stunning equalizer. I mean, the, the Caps to, you know, really be stuck in their own area and, and the referee allowing more time to go, oh, another attack, another wave. Bit of a, a bit of a, a a soft move by the referee, and, and poor decision making for a referee who, I think he's only had what seven or eight matches on his uh, on his resume. So, for all that said and done, Caps leave Toronto first time they've they've got three points from BMO, and it's a big three points. An undermanned Vancouver side. Goes to Toronto, comes home uh, with a 4-3 victory. And, you know, a couple weeks back, there were three wins, two draws, five defeats. Well, three wins later, and they're they're looking much better at at six victories, two draws, and uh, five losses, and looking better in that Western Conference, looking better in Major League Soccer as a whole because it is uh, so ridiculous, the parity across this league really how every team is even. You're not going to see a runaway leader through 40, th- 34 matches. You're hard-pressed to find a team that's going to win 28 of them. You know, it, you'll be lucky if you even get to 20. So a big uh, big victory for the Caps away from home last night. More on the program here. Caps perspective, a lot of other things to get to. I'll try to get all those in before 10 o'clock. Off the pitch right here on TSN 1040. Off the pitch right here, TSN 1040, TSN 1040.ca. Mike Marcinagel with you. That's Spoon. (laughs) Not Drake. I'm on Twitter at Mike Marcinago. M-A-R-T-I-G-N-A-G-O. Not Martagan over there, Dom. Not Martagan. Caps Portland next Sunday, nephew. Be there, be there, be there. Um, Victoria Day for we'll us. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the oh, edge. Oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> Victoria Day for, for us on Monday. So I'm sure there's going to be more than a couple people heading down to Portland for that one. Taking in the whole long weekend thing. If you are heading down, Bellas Fair is accepting a Canadian dollar at par. Why are you plugging Bellas Fair? Just Not giving required. the people what they want. Don't. No. No. That match, by the way, on TSN, on ESPN, in the uh, states of the United Variety. I think that's going to be the first ca- uh, Caps uh, appearance nationally in the U.S. anyways this season. Yeah, thank you for that. It is. Um... One thirty kickoff in Portland, Sunday, May the 22nd. As the Caps um, look to make it two for two against the Timbers this season. And Portland falling today, tonight, to NYCFC. 
by a 2-1 score at home, no less. What the F? The... The... Did you just do a what the F? Yeah, I said that. I oh, do that all the time. Boy. NYCFC, by the way, is, is actually the Eastern Conference, Major League Soccer, not breaking news. We'll wrap it up soon here, by the way. But um, it's not good, the Eastern Conference. Okay, just a quick look. And there is a minor disparity in matches played. But if you look at the West, for example, teams one through Seven have 17 points or more. Colorado leading the way on 24. Vancouver, three wins on the trot, has them in third on 20 points. Yes, they've played quite a few matches in 13. Nephew, if you look at the East, top place, Montreal, 16 points. <laughs> exactly. That They would be slotted down in eighth in the West. Squeaky chair. Um, NYCFC, by the way, I said... They're not, they haven't been that bad. I'd say for a first-time coach, Patrick Vieira is doing a pretty decent job. They're now second in the Eastern Conference on 16 points. Uh, Level with with Montreal presently, but in second position. Philadelphia won behind them. And, of course, NYCFC with victories over both Portland and Vancouver, and they have Toronto on Wednesday. You ever notice in the big four of North American sports that the West during conference doesn't matter which sports it, sport Agreed. it is. Generally, uh, the better conference. Bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What, are, you, are you referring to baseball too, though? Probably not baseball as much. Yeah. But NBA, MLS, NHL, yeah. NFL. Well, you can't really uh, do, yeah, NFL, you can't do NFL. Those three, you anyway. Can't. Those three. Stop it. Yeah. Unless you're basing on like Seattle and Arizona, yeah, to some extent, yeah. in the NFL. But no, I agree with you. It's it's kind of bizarre, especially from the MLS, NBA, and NHL perspective. Um, so, anywho, uh, results from this past week in Major League Soccer. Just a uh, a very brief run through. FC Dallas with a two 0 victory over Seattle. Sporting Kansas City two one over Orlando. Uh, couple draws. Montreal, Philadelphia, Columbus, Colorado playing to one one draws. Chicago Chicago is not a good team from a standings perspective. Uh, in fact, they are the worst team in Major League Soccer. But you know what? On Wednesday night, they didn't look that bad, actually. And they have some players. They're very young. They have a, a fairly experienced coach, Paunovic, who won a under-20 World Cup with Serbia this past year. If they stick with him for a while, get some players, get some development, they could actually be decent. Whether they stick with him and stick with these players over the course of, of time here is another story. But Chicago fell uh, on the weekend as well, uh, as I mentioned. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for the for the old Major League Soccer. Um, and, yes, I said the Barclays Premier League done. We found out who was going down earlier this week. Uh, United... With a victory, can leapfrog Southampton for fifth as they make up their match with Bournemouth on uh, Tuesday. Newcastle, Norwich, and Aston Villa going down. Europa League final on Wednesday, everyone. Liverpool going to do it? Are they going to do it? It sounds like Naughty by Nature thinks they are. Um, Big tilt for them in the final on Wednesday v. uh, Sevilla. 
they could qualify for the Champions League if they win the Europa League title, which I've said recently is going to be hilarious considering Manchester City is going to have to qualify uh, through the third round anyways, but still, it's uh, pretty ridiculous, all things considered. Canada under 23 with a victory over uh, Guyana today. Great news for... Well, he's not capped officially just yet, but Canadian men's player uh, Fikayo Tomori, who's a Chelsea Academy Player of the Year. He also debuted today for Chelsea in their 1-1 draw against Leicester. And Victor Montaliani, the CSA president, uh, well, he won't be down the road because he's now president of CONCACAF. Big news as he won the election this past week. I got to go. I'll talk to you next Sunday night. Uh, Nephew Dom might be here. Who knows? Uh, But tune in. I'm on Twitter, at Mike Martinego. The show off the pitch, tsn1040.ca. Subscribe, love, listen. Oh, I ruined that. I really love that part. Um, (laughs) Gotta go. Talk to you next week. Off the pitch. Mike in Sacramento. On KHTK, get Mike. You're on the air, Mike. Go. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mark Crawford. This podcast is powered by my friends at Magnuson Ford. It's hard to beat a Magnuson Ford deal in Abbotsford and online at magnusonford.ca.